And I have a very, very special guest on the line, former Ironwoman and Surf Lifesaver, Candice Warner. Candice, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome indeed. And uh, you're, you're going to talk about something that's very, very important, and that is uh, swimming in unpatrolled beaches, and they can be very, very hazardous. I know there's a campaign underway. Tell us all about it. Yeah, well, the campaign is obviously, you know, with summer and the record number of drownings due to rip currents, the campaign is all about um, swimming at patrolled beaches. And I know that um, in WA, you know, the rips aren't huge like they are, I guess, more on the East Coast, but everyone goes on holidays. um, And when they do, they swim at unfamiliar beaches. So it's important that when people go on those holidays, they swim at patrolled beaches and they swim in between the flags. And there's more to it than that, isn't there? Going back to when the kids were very little kids, get them used to the water very early. Yeah, it is. Get, get them used to the water early. And a great way to do that is signing your kids up to the local nippers. So heading down to the local beach um, and the local surf club and, and getting involved in nippers on a Sunday morning or a nippers camp. Um, first of all, it's fun. Like I did it growing up and it's so much fun and you, you get a real love for the ocean. But it's also great for the young kids and as adults, seeing your kids um, do these programs because they learn about the ocean. They're educated on the sea, the rips, um, how to respect the ocean and also if they do get themselves into trouble, how to get themselves out. And I think that's such a, uh, a vital and an important skill to have when we live in a country that's surrounded by water. Yeah, good point that you make. And I think it's fair to say, too, that, uh, you know, the parents, well, some parents might say, look, you know, our kids have been to swimming lessons. They're they're pretty good. Uh, Is it possible that they could be lulled into a false sense of security and so they know how to handle themselves in the water and they drop their guard sometimes? Absolutely. You're, You're spot on there. And I think that sometimes... People get lazy because they might, um, you know, they might turn up to the beach and the patrolled area might be a couple of hundred metres down the beach and that just, you know, they couldn't be bothered. But it is important that people swim between those flags because the lifeguards and the, the lifesavers would have identified at the start of the day that that's the safest place to swim. And we all know the ocean can change in a second um, and it can be so dangerous. And if you're swimming between the flags, it means that there's more eyes on you, more eyes on your kids. And if anyone does get in trouble, there's someone will be there to rescue you and save you straight away. And when you think about it, it's not exactly hard to find a patrolled stretch of beach. Uh, Certainly over here in in WA, we are blessed with some of the best and uh, most pristine beaches in the world. You are absolutely blessed. I lived in WA for quite a few years and I was a member of the City of Perth Surf Club and I can tell you your beaches are second to none and just even they're so clean and beautiful. But it's, so it's not hard to find a patrolled beach. But if you do have trouble or you are going on holidays and you may not know where those patrolled beaches are, Surf Life Saving Australia has teamed up with Nutrigrain and all you need to do is uh, grab a cereal box and there's a QR code on the side. Scan that. And it will direct you to a website and it will show you all the patrolled beaches in the country, but also the closest patrolled beach to you. Mm. All right. Well, now, Ken, it's on to another couple of uh, bits and pieces. That's very good advice that you have given. But I, I, I have a confession to, to make. And, and I'm okay. going to make this uh, I'm going to make this public. Uh, I am a, a closet lover of the back page on Fox. <laughs> 
Oh, that's good. It's always nice meeting a, a fan of the show. Oh, look, you're fantastic on it, and, and so are the guests. And I so admire Tony Squires because I reckon he's one of the greatest compares of any TV program, and I've been in the business for just a year or three, that I've ever seen. He's just terrific. You know, you're right, and you're the second person today that's actually said that to me. They're like, love the show. What's Tony like? You know what? He is an absolute pro. He is one of the best sports broadcasters I've ever um, come across. He's For, for myself, uh, he's new to the show. He, he's nurtured me. He looks after me. But he's just, he's so funny. He's quick-witted, and he knows his stuff. He's a sports nut. And, um, and he also, you know what? On that show, it's always a bit of fun because we can sort of Give him a bit of a ribbing here and there about his the certain teams that he goes up for <laughs> and how dreadful they're going, and he can he cops it on the chin as well. So now he's he's an he's an awesome man and someone who I have a lot of respect for. Speaking of awesome men, you kind of married to one, aren't you? So uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, now have uh, you got uh, a, a nice list of things to do around the house for your recently kind of semi-retired husband? <laughs> well. Um, you know what? I'm one of those control freaks that like to do everything myself. But um, even if I had a list, it probably wouldn't get wouldn't get done yet. He's so busy. He's in the middle of the big bash. He heads to Canberra. I think uh, they're playing someone. I might even be the Scorchers tomorrow night. Maybe not. Uh, but he's going down to Canberra tomorrow to play. And then there's um, Dubai and then back in Australia for a T20 series. There's plenty of cricket to come. Um, but hopefully the back end of this year, I might get that list out and, and make him work a little bit harder than he has been. Well, I was going to say, surely there's stuff to do around the garden. Can't he cook? I mean, he's, he's got to start contributing. I mean, all he's done for your marriage all he's done for your marriage recently is play cricket. Well, do you know what he could do? He could start by picking up after himself. I think <laughs> he spends so much time in the hotel. He just <laughs> drops his clothes and just thinks, uh, Candace, the maid, will pick it up. So if he starts by just picking up his clothes, making the bed. Um, but no, he, he's, he's pretty good around the house. I'll give him that. He, he's good in the barbecue, but um, sometimes he just sort of gets a little bit lazy. But <laughs> I'll excuse him. <laughs> I'm sure you will. And uh, again, all the best uh, for Backpage coming into 2024. Uh, thoroughly enjoy, thoroughly enjoy your contribution to you. Terrific. And it's been wonderful talking to you on our program this morning, Candice. Thank you very much for having me, and I hope everyone's enjoying the beach just like we should be. 41 degrees here today, Candice. We'll do our best. Oh, wow, that's a swelter. <laughs> yeah, it is. Good on you. Thanks for your time. See you. Bye. Bye.